Hello everyone, if President Trump still hasn't conceded, then this is the Dell. As you all know by now, each week we're having a team member be my guest co-host. And this week is Rachel from production. Rachel, how are you? Hello, how are you, Jalen? <laughs> I'm good. I'm happy to have you on this side of the Delve. Usually you're preparing our stories and, and now you're, you get to help me report them. Yeah, it feels, feels a little weird, but I'll adjust. A little weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. This week we're focusing on the question of, are we experiencing a coup? I've been hearing from lots of folks telling me how nervous they are and frankly how frightened they are about the state of our elections and the president not conceding. And it's not something that we've experienced before in our country's 244 years. It's actually so new that just two years ago, Republicans were saying this in 2018 when defending their wave of victories due to voter suppression. Democrats are being sore losers. They refuse to acknowledge they lost the election. So what do they do? They cry malfeasance, wrongdoing, criminality, fraud. Democrats, more so than Republicans, seem to have a problem conceding defeat. Either the election system broke down or some mystery votes are hiding somewhere. You have a whole series of Democrats who've just said bluntly, if our candidate doesn't win, they stole the election. The Dems just want to make America suffer. It's like losing the World Series and demanding an extra inning the, a day later. The Democrats are refusing to accept the declared results of the national media. So how do they do this? Lo and behold, they find missing ballots. The radical left is attacking the sanctity of our votes. Refusing to accept the midterm election results. So what if these were Republicans refusing to concede. Democrats may see how they'll be able in the future to steal elections through lawsuits you know, that they can't win with the voters. Ramping up election conspiracy theories, accusing Republicans of outright stealing the election. Kind of rich. You know what? Sounds sore loserish. But once we get past the bizarre level of hypocrisy, we now move into a realm that's a little scarier the potential beginnings of a coup. Rachel and I have actually gone through the steps of Trump's attempt at a coup so far. Step one has been propaganda via Fox News delegitimatizing the election results. Here's a clip from the Laura Ingram show. Biden says America last. That's the focus of tonight's angle. 70% of Republicans feel like the presidential election was neither free nor fair, according to a new uh, Morning Consult political poll. Now, of that group, 78% believe mass mail-in voting led to widespread fraud. 72% of that group think the ballots were tampered with. But nevertheless, Biden is pretending that the election has been certified and that all legal challenges have been resolved. He isn't committed to addressing voting irregularities or restoring faith in our elections, but he is committed to restoring the world's faith in America as essentially a blank check. Rachel, step two, fighting the results. What's going on? So fighting the results involves Trump pursuing legal cases that 
have absolutely no merit. And we're just going to like preface this by saying that like absolutely none of these many lawsuits are expected to go anywhere. So a half hour after the news broke that Biden won, Trump lost, his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, as we all know, um, a whole bunch, yeah, are <laughs> truly just a stellar guy. <laughs> right. He alleged that the Philadelphia electoral system was completely rigged. So that snowballed into Trump alleging that voting machines, quote unquote, deleted 2.7 million Trump votes across the nation and a resounding I've opposition. actually never heard that before. That number is, it's it, but staggering. Like, I think it's still like at least 1.3 million short of <laughs> Biden's actual lead on him. If he was going right. to lie, like why wouldn't he just go all the way and say, oh, it's 5 million? That's actually true. Even yeah. if even if there were 2.7 missing Trump votes, he would still be beaten by Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> by like 2.3 million more votes. So like you think it's like a weird, it's not even like a humble brag. It's it's like it's just a bad brag. Like you'd think someone that lies as much as him would be better at it. Or at least wow. like better for him. Yeah. Like no one believes it, but at least like right, make right. yourself look good or like the winner if you're gonna lie that much. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so, and then everyone and their mom who is a federal election official, what, what happened? Federal, state, and local election officials across the country banded together to say, <laughs> no, this was literally the most secure election in American history. Wow. And there is no evidence that any voting systems were compromised. Definitely wow, not one or 2.7 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a kind of specific number. I wonder where he got that from. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wonder I where wanna... he gets a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> also very true. Okay, don't let me stop you. <laughs> no, yeah. So evidence, as we all know, in the legal system, essential making a case. Right. So judges have already ruled out suits in Pennsylvania, Nevada, Georgia, right. and Michigan. These are all states that were on the border of being red in the beginning and then flipping right. more of those mail-in ballots came in. Right. And there's just no evidence. So judges are like, sorry, there's we're not even going to give this the time of day. In Georgia, a by-hand recount of thousands, millions of ballots is about to ensue. And wow. the recount, yeah, it's not because Trump called for it. It's not because of any suspicion of voter fraud. It's simply from an audit required by a new state law. And oh, wow. okay. yeah, so the recount is going to be by hand. These poll workers have been working tirelessly are going to keep counting just because it's just something that has to go on by law. It would have happened regardless of if this was a landslide or if it was the other way around Trump right. some way one. God bless the poll workers. Really? So the margin between Biden and Trump in Georgia is 14,000 votes. And mm. it is slim, but there's no history of any recount right. overturning any election by that much of a margin. So the recount right. will not change the fact that Georgia went blue. Unfortunate thing about this is that Trump will say he's being cheated and his supporters will be out there with their new chance, little cheerleaders, 
Yeah. Stop yeah. the count or the count. count those ballots, depending which state you're in yeah. supporting the president. Exactly. I definitely feel for the poll workers because it can't be fun to be heckled or watched, docked or whatever is going on because everyone's accusing them of doing something wrong. I don't know. We have this league, National League, of Republican officials saying that, no, this is the most secure election. There's been no fraud. And now we even see Republicans snipping at fellow Republicans, like in Georgia. Yeah, Georgia's been a very interesting state during this election, not only because of the Senate runoff that is pending and will eventually determine the balance of power, but yeah, frankly, it seems like there are a few Republicans that have kind of had enough of their own party. There's a <laughs> Republican Secretary of State in Georgia, and he's currently being attacked by the Republican senators that are possibly going to lose their seats or keep their seats by January. Kelly Lofer, do you want know to say that? Kelly Lofer? Okay, that sounds better. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She has like a pretty bad rap. Actually, hold on. Let me see if I can like pull this up on my phone. Mm-hmm. She was appointed to that Senate seat. And this year, this is some of the things that she's done. She sold millions in stock after a private briefing about COVID in January. She then sold stock in a travel company the day before travel restrictions took effect in the country. She then bought stock in PPE manufacturers and teleworking companies during the pandemic. So she's been using kind of like her office to sell stock and to buy stock with secret information that she's privy to through her Senate briefings. So that's nice. Well, (laughs) and she's aligning herself with Trump. Uh, Corruption just seems to be a running theme here. Yeah, here we go. I don't think David produced that different. I don't have his list of crazy stuff, but I think he also had like some very similar sold some stocks or some shares due to him finding out about information related to like COVID and stuff. So those aren't good folks. Definitely. At a Trump rally, David Perdue actually mocked Kamala Harris's name and definitely going in line with the whole questioning people's validity or like ability to run based on i mean like are you a strong guy or tough guy or like making fun of a woman's name like what like come on like what yeah are you, like, that doesn't yeah what like what do you get out of that what do you at a trump rally you get a lot of cheers and laughs but yeah first you have to be a certain type of person to yeah. feel good about doing that so david purdue who we can assume is just as corrupt yeah. as Loeffler. David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler have called for Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to resign. Wow, that's that's a that's a tough name. <laughs> Good for you for even getting to that. Brad Raffensperger. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely waiting for the typing because I'm not used to having to say any of this stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So Loeffler and Purdue claim that the Secretary of State has failed to deliver honest and transparent elections, which to his credit, even though Biden's not of his party, Raffensperger is actually being honest and transparent. So 
when Republicans and Trump supporters accuse you yeah. of being crooked, that's probably code for you actually legally doing your job. Right. Which is really, really funny, you know, for all of this. Oh, they've done all this fraud and they're doing all these ballots, these secret ballots and overturning the election results and all this stuff. If Democrats were doing that, why would they lose Senate seats? <laughs> why would they lose House seats? Why would all of their fraud just be geared towards the president? That's kind of exactly because I that's mean, kind of silly. Yeah, I agree because if I mean, like, if you want to win, you probably want to win the whole shebang. You want to win yeah. everything. 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 <laughs> yeah, really weird. It's just they're on, and it's not even like they're a different ballot. They're literally on the same ballot. Yeah. I don't know. So now you have to wonder, like, are we doing recounts in all of these states, even the close states where the Republican barely won his Senate seat? Are we are we recounting those two? I can imagine that if this weird, bizarre circus started to like affect other races, Senate races, for example, I think they'd probably shut this down pretty quickly. But um, yeah, here they go behind the president. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And so step number three of Trump's attempt at a coup has been some of the actions he's been trying to take. One of the weirdest things that he's done is started to fire a whole bunch of folks from the Department of Defense, including the Secretary of Defense. And no president has ever done that in a lame duck period, aka the period between losing the election and a new government coming into power and that's not all he's done as far as his coup actions mm -hmm. what's going on with the gsa so the gsa which is pretty under the radar in terms of administrations it's the general services administration and it usually is supposed to catalyze the peaceful transition of power from president to president and right. in in ideal world as in being like a typical election. AKA every other election. Uh, in yeah, history. AKA every other election. In our, in our 244 years, every <laughs> other one. Yeah, President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris would usually be given access to office space, briefing books, and millions of dollars that are needed to ensure an orderly transition of presidential power. And this process, is just essential to limit weakness to national security. So in yet another way, Trump has become a threat to our nation. And that's on top of terminating, well, tweet terminating the Secretary of Defense and a host of defense officials. Yes, this like madness oh and unwillingness to accept the results. Wow can have compounding consequences because he's creating instability within the government while he's still in power. And right. this could possibly create shockwaves of issues for the Biden administration at no fault to them because they just didn't get information and they weren't given the proper transition that Trump was awarded that Obama granted him when he right. was elected. And that Bush 
gave to Obama and that Clinton gave to Bush. And we can keep going. Bush's father gave to Clinton. It's really unfortunate. It is. Um, And it's more than anything just a disservice to our country. Mm -hmm. We're the worst off from this behavior. The president's doing this for his own personal reasons. There was this this some apparent leak to New York Magazine. The president is, is scared of losing all of his money and perhaps going to jail after the, after he's out of office. So that's why he's pushing so hard. But beyond that, the country will live on and will go on. And we're hurt from this all in the meantime. So it's really, really unfortunate. But I feel like one thing that's encouraging, and I think that we can tell everyone is the likelihood of success for any of this is just 0%. There's 0% chance that the president will overturn the results of these states. There's 0% chance come January 20th, the president will still be Donald Trump. While Trump is clearly trying to overturn this election, he will not be successful. And this is why. He lost by a lot, and the lawsuits he's pursuing would only change a few hundred to a few thousand, which would not overturn any of the state's results. If there were a recount in every state that Biden won, like Georgia, they're about to do a hand recount. If there was a recount, Biden's winning margins are just too high to be overturned. During this period of turmoil, here's a nice little cherry on top. The Trump campaign has been sending out fundraising appeals. And if you read the fine print, 60% will go towards paying off campaign debt. Not really sure what the purpose of this is. It seems like it's just for his political or personal gain. Yeah. And it's really, really just a disservice to the country. I think he's floundering and looking for any option. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it sucks because we all suffer in, in the meantime. And COVID cases are reaching record highs. People don't know who the president's going to be because everything's just so chaotic. And more to the point of the likelihood of success for this is being at zero is that finally states have already begun to certify their results, which will then be sent to the Electoral College. The Electoral College will cast their votes for the winners of their states, with no states being overturned, because they're not, no matter how many recounts or what recounts, the states that are won, that have been declared so far as of today, those are the states. Those are the columns. We have the winners. On January 20th, at noon, at 12 p.m., Joseph R. Biden will be sworn in as the next and the 46th president. And that's that. Yeah, that's truly that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just anxiety-inducing, I'm sure, yeah. to everyone to see this kind of, I don't even want to say unprecedented turmoil because... yeah. I mean, if we, we've heard Trump spouting out that he won even election night when things were still up in the air. And we've right. seen how he's lost in the past and how he has just kind of been in denial yeah. of anything that's we, not going his way. We actually have a really great clip of Trump reacting to every loss he's taken. 
since I think 2015 or 2016. Let's play that here. Somebody just came up. You actually won Iowa. And if the Republican Party had any guts, they would have terminated Cruz from that election because honestly, he cheated like a dog. And I would have won Ohio had I not been given a dirty poll saying that Florida was tougher than I thought. Are you saying you're not prepared now to commit to that principle? What I'm saying is that I will tell you at the time. I will totally accept the results of this great and historic presidential election if I win. Isn't it amazing the way they say there's no voter fraud? Folks, it's a rigged system and it's a rigged election, believe me. If you look at voter registration, you look at the dead people that are registered to vote, who vote. Three to five million illegal votes. Well, we're going to find out, but it could very well be that much. California, the same person votes many times. You probably heard about that. They always like to say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Not a conspiracy theory, folks. Can you give a direct answer? You will accept the election? I have to see. Look, you, I have to see. No, I'm not going to just say yes. We're going to win this election. The only way they can take this election away from us is if this is a rigged election. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transfer of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. And I'll tell and what, you what, from a common sense, does that mean you're going you to tell your people to take to it the street? It means you have a fraudulent election. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. I know it does seem scary and disheartening to hear Republican senators and Republican representatives either defending Trump or just being silent. But as loud as they are, they aren't the people that actually have power in this situation. Election officials do. And regardless of whether those people are Democrats or Republicans, they are putting their parties aside and saying this was a legal election. This was a fair, fair election. And we're going to proceed as it stands. I think that's something to think about when you see these people saying that Trump's president or anything yeah. else. God bless those folks who are standing up, both Republican and Democrat, and holding their own and saying, no, the president's not telling the truth here. These lawsuits have no merit. These were fair and free elections. This is just all like some weird ruse. It's, it's a bit of clownery. And the sooner it ends, the better. Agreed. <laughs> so, Rachel, how did you like being on this side of the Delph? It was pretty nice. I like talking about talking through these woes and worries is kind of alleviating some of the stress. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, you'll have to come back sometime. Oh, gosh. Okay. I will. I, will. <laughs> I enjoy talking with you. I don't know if I like the sound of my own voice, but <laughs> good. I enjoy talking with you as well. Well, this was a really fun civics lesson, and I hope you guys all learned a lot, but also feel a little bit more confident in the future of our democracy. Uh, President Trump, please concede. I mean, it's at this point, it's just getting kind of sad. And yeah, everyone, that's this week's episode of The Delph. We'll see you next week.